0: Well, this week we're going to put the final nail in the coffin for Mammoth Wine discussions. I think. Jeez. And talk about his relevance. <laughs>
1: Even and better, then just stick him on the shelf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who needs him, right? You well, a coffin. That's a big coffin. Yikes. <laughs> You're tuned into
2: the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Love is in the air, a new way to capture AR photos, status moves in PVP, and more in this episode of GoCast. Welcome to episode 34 of the GoCast podcast. It's February 17th. It's a Sunday. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. All three of us are here. Uh, we aren't just back from pig hunting. That was yesterday. Yes. Um, and, uh, I mean, it was probably one of the coolest community days ever, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. I mean, because, you know, we have things to report, like shiny of cows and we'll stuff. Of course we'll talk about
1: it. Of course right, we Right, right,
2: right, right, right. But first things first, and even though it is part of our previous week, let's let's talk about how our previous week went in general with, you know, our good old goals. Yeah. Okay. This is sans the shiny count because we'll talk about that when we talk about the day. Sure. But Ness, Mm -hmm. your only other goal besides your shiny count for Swine Up Day was hit level 39. Yes. How'd it go?
1: Good. It was kind of tight there at the end. I didn't get to do too much during the week, so I made sure we were doing some raiding during community day as well. But I hit 39. I'm actually 30,000 in to 39.
2: All right. Well, congratulations. You're on the home stretch. Thank you. Only 5 million more, a paltry
1: amount. Look, (laughs) (laughs) 4,970,000. That's a lot. That's a
2: lot. Some quick math right there for sure. I try. I try. (laughs) All right. Kyle, your turn. Besides your shiny count, you were looking for 300,000 experience. Yes, by a lot. I got like
0: 600,000 this week.
2: Wow!
1: Dang. Good for
0: you, dude. Wow. Was any of that friendship or was all of that just because of the, the events and stuff? That best friend that I've been talking about finally finally accepted a gift.
1: Oh, good. All
0: right. Perfecto. Uh, and then the last thing was a Palkia. Yes. Managed to do
2: that at Community Day, finally. Right. I was yeah. about to say it was there. I, I saw it happen, so... <laughs> We both saw it happen. Yes.
1: We were standing in the middle of the women's section at Macy's. We were. Uh,
2: <laughs> we decided to not go downstairs and go outside to the thing that it was a fountain just outside the entrance to Macy's. Yes. And we're like, oh, we could just go, you know, stay inside. We went upstairs. In like the middle of a women's department, and there's like what five of us standing, yeah. six a, of us standing in a circle, f- five yeah. guys
1: and myself, and they were like, "Ness, go look like you're shopping, so it doesn't look weird that we're standing here." So I was yeah. walking around doing the raid, looking Spoiler, at clothes.
2: It still looked weird. <laughs> That was a good time. Um, my goal was to get my Luminian. That didn't happen, uh, unfortunately. I'm still walking my Finian. I I thought I was only 12 candies away. Yeah. I was like 32 candies uh, away.
1: Oh bummer. I could pop That's some more our candies, candies into for.
2: it. I could. I really could. I could do it right now, but I'm not going to do it because I know this week I'm going to get plenty of steps in, and I'll be fine. It'll be cool. Okay. Okay. Right, for next week. Um, and then I was trying to finish up my Twilight Cup team. I have the stardust for it mm-hmm. because of yesterday for community day. One of the bonuses was times three stardust on catch and I could do it. I just haven't identified the right Meryl or um, Azurel that I want to make my Azuril. So close. Okay. So close. I just got to do it. So I'm not going to give myself credit for that one. So I pretty much failed my two other goals besides my shiny count. But you know, Hey, anything else notable happening for you guys? Any shinies, anything crazy?
1: I mean, besides Swine Up Community Day, nothing too crazy on my end. I got a shiny Meltan. I that's
2: right. Was did. that this week? It was the first one out of your box. It,
1: it was. It was.
2: Yeah, you were like, hey, was a
1: shiny? Woo! Shiny! <laughs> I feel like that's how it always is when I look at shinies. The ones that are just a little bit of a color change, I never know what it looks like. So I'm always asking, but it ends up being the shiny one. Right. Yeah.
0: Kyle, anything crazy for you? I don't think so. I don't even remember playing much this week, honestly. Ooh, it's a blur. Yeah, it's just it's just gone yeah, besides that's the fair. Uh, community day. Mm-hmm.
1: Man, February is just so blah. Yeah, it it's is. it's hard to keep track of the time because I think you just don't want to.
2: <laughs> no, I'm definitely keeping track of the time because I'm counting down the days for for summer. That's true. Uh, for 500 raids of summer, yes. but also just because <laughs> I really want to get outside and play regularly again. Yeah. You know, all of that stuff aside, everything aside, like I want to I need to get outside. The weather is starting to get to me.
1: It's snowing right now. Yeah.
2: I'm looking out the window and it's beautiful. Snow is really beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but it's cold and it keeps you inside. And that's the worst part. So
0: snow is only beautiful when you don't actually have to deal with it.
2: Right. Pictures of snow somewhere far away is beautiful.
1: February's dreary. Sure is. It needs to be done. I'm done with February.
2: At least we had some highlights this past week to look at and be like, hey, this was fun. We did some fun stuff February. The only thing that happened uh, for me was I caught a shiny Aaron. Yeah, um, in the wild on my way to work uh, with my pokeball plus and that's really cool because now i have finally all three shinies for my living decks for the aaron line so that that one's done the book's closed on that one good i'm not gonna <laughs> ivy check them i'm not gonna go crazy but if i get extra ones i'll just use them as trading fodder good or give them to Ness, i guess okay yeah. thanks that sounds good right
1: i think i have all of those but that's cool you
2: have three shiny aarons yeah you're kidding me no really yeah I'm blown away right now. <laughs> I don't even know how to react to that. How did I not know this?
1: I think that's I crazy. probably told you at some point. Maybe
2: you did. Maybe it just didn't register. It would have been I...
1: last summer, so <sighs> that's nuts.
2: Anyway, oh, the other thing was I got a shiny hound hour from friend of the show Alex. Yeah. Uh, so hound hour and hound doom are now finished too. So I'm thrilled about that. Getting
1: there. Making yeah. yeah. progress.
2: The most useless trophy case known to man, but you know it's filling up fast. Still Here we go. Ducks. <laughs> okay. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Get into the news. Yeah. So, of course, we're going to be talking about Swinum Day and how that went Mm -hmm. because it just happened. And it was, you know what? Admittedly, a lot better than I think a lot of people were expecting it to be.
1: I think it was.
2: Yeah. I know uh, Kyle has an interesting take on this. We can all agree that the spawn rates were phenomenal. They were a lot better. They were borderline overwhelming. Yes. Yes. It was crazy. So uh, how many swine did each of us catch again? I know, Ness, you just kind of know the ballpark. You didn't crunch it because you weren't too concerned about it. Um,
1: maybe like 275.
2: Yeah, around there, I think. Uh-huh. Kyle, you caught the most out of the three of us, right? Caught 309. Yeah, I got like 306 or 304, one of those two mm-hmm. numbers. But that's pretty crazy. Normally, we're kind of like in the high 200s. Mm-hmm. And that's with some heavy duty catching and some like real hardcore work.
1: And what We had somebody in Discord who caught 419.
2: Yeah. Is that the numbers? Over four hundred. It was crazy. Shout out to MC Scramps. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing the Lord's work out there, catching every pig he could get his hands on. But I mean, Kyle and I had really high catch numbers and we even eased up off the gas towards the end there. I mean, mm-hmm. I was running out of pokeballs because I was pretty unprepared this time. It was a, a struggle the entire time. But yeah, we I mean we weren't really going too hard towards the end there. And still mm-hmm. broke three hundred. That's pretty nuts. Right. So if you guys don't remember or you, you d- weren't able to participate, the bonuses for Swineup Community Day were times three catch stardust, which was fantastic. So we all had star pieces going the entire time and stuff like that. Shiny Swineup, Mama Swine was released for the first time with the Sinnoh Stone. That was really cool. And then if you evolved him during the period, you would get this special move called Ancient Power. And we talked about all of this last week, so I'm not going to dive too deep into it. But I do want to jump ahead to a different news story because it goes perfectly right here before we talk about the rest of this day. Stat boosting moves have been introduced into Pokemon Go. And if you don't know what that is, that means you probably haven't played one of the main series games and we'll catch up really quick. But in the main series games, the turn based stuff, there were some moves that you could do that didn't even do damage. They would just do status effects like lower your opponent's speed, you know, affect stats on them or yours, increasing yours or what have you. But then there are also some moves that would do damage and have a chance of increasing stats or some sort of other effect. Ancient Power, which was the Community Day move for Mamoswine, Swine, was one of those moves. So three moves have been added, um, and they're live. The stat boosting stuff is live right now. They all do the same thing. And the three moves are Ancient Power, Ominous Wind, and Silver Wind. And there's a large pool of Pokemon that can Learn these moves, but you know, chiefly the one in the forefront of our mind is Ancient Power on Mammoth Swine. Because I don't know, we all spent a lot of time evolving them yesterday, so assume. But so here's kind of how it works. The early reports are saying that the stats for this move mirrors how it is in the main series games, which means that when you use the charge move, and this is only in trainer battles, by the way, this doesn't apply to raids, which is kind of a downside to this, in my opinion. But ten percent chance of it increasing. Sharply, It'll say your attack and defense. And what people were saying ballpark was that if you had a stat attack set of 200, it would increase it to like 300, which is huge. And then that stat increase will last until either that Pokemon faints or it's swapped out. We'll talk more about stat boosting moves later, but it's pertinent to our conversation about Swine Up Day. So I thought, hey, why not bring it up now? So now we're here. All of that known... Why don't we give our thoughts and feedback on Swinub Day? Ness, how'd it go for you? What'd you I
1: think? I liked it. Um, I was a little bit frustrated for the first two hours or so. So two out of the three, I only had two shiny Swinub encounters, where everybody else was getting a whole bunch of them. So I was really frustrated. And then my reception just for the Swinubs, it seemed like. Got really strange where I would only see one or two, where everybody else was seeing like ten or twelve up spawning. We
2: were having some weird, weird luck with that.
1: I tried restarting the game, restarted my phone, so I don't know what the deal with that was. But I thought it was a really good date. The spawns were really fantastic overall, minus those few glitches that I had for you know about a half an hour or so. But I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, we found ourselves standing in place a lot because they just kept spawning, like we could not catch them fast enough. So it was a lot of fun.
0: All right kyle do you have a similar experience how'd it go for you yeah i mean the spawns were fantastic i've i've seen some people talking online niantic has listened because if you guys remember toe dial day spawns were not so not so hot no not great they weren't and then in previous community days as well and then this time it's like there were so many i could barely keep up like Ness said i'd be like everyone ready to go i'm like no i'm catching four more hang on (laughs) and it just and then you'd stay there and then suddenly four more showed up like you didn't Mm -hmm. even move before you finished catching the last batch new spawns were happening we were in a mall and we kind of like picked certain storefronts as like
2: places that we knew we would stop and do a cluster clear them out move on and then do a cluster and clear it out and stuff like that but in between if you moved to a place and you didn't see spawns for a little bit and then it would catch up and all you would see all of them all at once, mm-hmm. you couldn't see the ground in a lot of places. Right. There were yeah. so many swine-ups. swine isn't a particularly large Pokemon model. You were, you were, we were stepping on swine Yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Those poor little guys. Yeah. yeah man, I mean, I agree with you guys. I mean, the spawns were fantastic. Uh, the shiny rate was really good for yeah, for all of us high. in the party. So with that, why don't we talk about the shiny goals? Ness, your shiny goal was three. And how did you end up doing
1: I ended up with 12. So <laughs> that, that first two hours, I thought I was not going to hit my shiny goal because I only had two and I was not seeing any more. And then the last 45 minutes, it was just bam, 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 shinies all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I got 12. It was insane.
2: That's a really high shiny count. It is. Yeah, I don't think I've ever general. gotten
1: 12 shinies of anything.
2: I don't think so either. I think you might have come close at Beldum Day, didn't you?
1: I think I came close, but I, I still don't think I've ever gotten 12.
2: Swan of Day might be your personal record for I shinies. I think it might be. All right. Kyle, who has the, the current personal record for any Shinies of any day, 21 <laughs> Uh how, how did you do? Your goal
0: was six. I got 18.
1: Oh, my God. Nuts.
0: So, uh, it was an interesting day because, like Ness said, she was really low towards the start. And then at one point, she just caught, like, four in one of those moments where we were standing in front of a storefront. Just back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To, well, not back to back, but close enough.
1: The comeback Meanwhile...
0: Kid. Me and Chris were, were steady the entire time. Mm-hmm. One, 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 one. And then I got another one. And then Chris looked at yeah. me. And then I got another one. <laughs> I stopped looking at you. Yeah. You pulled ahead at the end. They're
2: real strong. You said you had 18, right? Yeah. My goal was 10. And I ended up getting 13. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm happy I got my goal. But... Ah that last like half hour you got you pulled like five ahead of me yeah it was kind of frustrating but i was really happy for you because 18 is a crazy number i mean towards the end i think it was like the last 10 minutes you were at 16 and then you got two in five minutes There was five minutes left I'm like you just gotta get you gotta make it to 20 i'm like i need more i need two more it didn't have hey, the there's thing, no more swine sure. ups to click, <laughs> so yeah, I mean it was it was really great for for all yeah. of us
1: and we went out with friend of the show Terry Wolf mm-hmm. and he was just like looking through his inventory, he's like, oh, must have plus that shiny, got another shiny, I was like, Terry
2: <laughs> he had the, you need to stop the greatest go plus you luck. Mad man. Yeah. yeah, I think he got four of them on a plus
1: he might have yeah, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. so how many mammoth swine did each of us evolve? Did you guys care to do that or
1: I think I did six.
0: Okay. I've done three, four, because I just did one now, so it wouldn't have Ancient Power. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So four right now.
2: I've got six with Ancient Power, and I think my highest IV one was one that I actually had. I was holding on previously. It was a lucky 91% that was already maxed out as a Pylos one waiting, Mm -hmm. and that's got traded to me. Nothing too crazy, but I had like... Three or four that were like eighty-six percent to ninety percent, though. So all of those got evolved. I mean, whatever. It's not a huge deal. Yeah, but you know, wanted to make sure we had those attack squads for when where Quaza comes back to raids eventually, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or you know, even even Dialga, right? I mean, how does Ice do with Steel again? I can never remember.
0: I can't remember now. Ice is vulnerable to Steel, but Steel is not vulnerable to Ice. Okay, well, then if Dialga doesn't know a steel move, it'll still
2: be effective. So, the, I guess with, with Dialga, because steel is vulnerable to ground, that you could probably just have a double ground move on your Mammoth Swine, it would still be really great. Yeah, but Groudon, but like, Groudon's the he,
0: ground king, right? I mean, if Mammoth Swine doesn't know good ground moves. That's the problem. Good right. stats, bad Bulldoze, moves. something else, Bulldoze right, yeah. and mud slap, Something like that, whatever. But an unsung hero for this Swine update is that it coincided with the Valentine's Day event that's right yeah. and the valentine's day event was double candy
1: yeah that sure was. was great
0: i don't know i walked away with two thousand candy almost something like that a crazy amount i know we were kind of going
2: into this so we were looking at it we're like are we gonna have enough candy for you know as many mammoth wines as we really want to do because it's 125 plus a sinostone investment every single mammoth right, wine right that's a pretty steep price right but i mean top ice attacker so what are you gonna do but yeah, you know, what? let's talk about the Valentine's Day event now that you brought it up. So let's close the book on Swineup Day. Success? Yes. Yes. It was pretty great. Yeah. yeah. I know, Kyle, you still weren't thrilled with the choice of up, but I hope that yeah. there were many redeeming qualities that might have, you know, made you look the other the way. It was just, still good.
1: I just want to say, it, he was really hard to catch. He was one of the more frustrating oh, yeah. so community frustrating. days, I think. Feisty dude. He would just constantly, like, jump or run around in circles or bat things away with his face. Yeah.
0: And he's also small.
2: A couple of them trash talked me too. I didn't take Dipper? kindly to that. Wow. Not a big fan. Mm-mm. Wow. Mm Mm-mm. mm. Not into it. Toxic little pigs. Wow. No thanks. That's intense. <laughs> no, I mean that just that catch circle was kind of a bummer. It was
1: hard, yeah. But
2: you know, you get used to it after a while. I think I I ended up raspberrying most of them because I was low really? on pokeballs. Oh yeah. I went through like one hundred and fifty <laughs> raspberries because yeah, I didn't want to like games. Three
1: to five pokeballs per swine because they keep batting them away. They're
2: like pop their yeah. noses. Yeah, cute little things, but you know, feisty. Anyway. Valentine's Day event. Yes. So, like Kyle was saying, it's two times catch candy. But how long does this event run for, right? It's from February 13th, which is past because it's going on right now. Uh, and it's through February 21st and it ends at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, the usual time that events end so on the 21st. Features include, like Kyle said, two times catch candy. Pink Pokemon such as Clefairy, Hoppip, and Love Disc will appear more frequently in the wild, including some weird ones like um, Slowpoke. Porygon, we saw a bunch of Lickitungs.
1: I mean, they're pink. Pink and red.
2: Snubble. Chansey's, Yeah, Snubble's been out in Force 2. Pretty much anything that's pink has been out. It's been pretty cool. So Chansey and Porygon will also appear more frequently in raid battles. But get to the new raid list real quick here. But first, certain pink Pokemon will hatch more frequently from 7 kilometer eggs. Mm -hmm. And that includes Shiny Cleffa and Smoochum now available. Mm -hmm. And Happiny... The baby form of Chansey that we've been talking about, we talked about it last week, I think,
0: has been added to the 7k pool. Has anybody here hatched a happening? I I did. No, I did not. I think I've done 20 eggs since this started and I haven't got it. So it's not that common. I mean, in in Discord, a lot of people were were getting them. So I think
2: the rate is higher than it has been for some other hatches like, you know, Riolu, let's just say. (laughs) Goodness me. It Um, is
1: really cute, though. It's a cute
2: Pokemon. It is an adorable Pokemon. I like its like top knots got going on.
1: Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. real
2: cute. Yeah. And six hour lures for the duration of the event. And there was some weirdness about people were concerned that like during the community event, because that was supposed to have three hour lures. And then we had this Valentine's Day event that kind of overlapped this entire thing. And this had a greater lure duration. Is this going to mess up with spas? What have you? It turned out to be fine. It was no problem whatsoever. Like, we, we were cool. So enjoy for the rest of the, this event, six hour lures when you put them down. And lastly, a special research task, the very familiar spin to task, land five great curveballs in a row, which is kind of a, a toughie for some of us. You got a special pattern spinda that had hearts instead of spots.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's adorable.
1: Yeah, it's really cute. Yes. I
2: think that's a that's a cool thing that they did. Because, I mean, that stuff wasn't in the main series games, right? Like, this is just a fun form.
1: I haven't gotten mine yet because you broke my streak yesterday.
2: Sorry. Uh, <laughs> she was throwing a curveball and then she threw her hand so hard off of her screen that she smacked my arm as I like stay next to her. She's like, you broke my streak! I'm like, sorry. It was in the way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was
1: in the way.
2: <laughs> I take full responsibility. Foiled my attempt. I take full responsibility. Good. If not, I also have a second one. I can get I can get it for you. Yes. All right. Sounds good. That's a plan. I deserve this. Let's talk about this raid list. Let's, speaking of deserving, some of these don't deserve to be on this list, let That's me tell true. you. Tier one, Snubble, Shinx, Ponyta, Love Disc, Krabby. All of them can be shiny. be shiny. Yes, absolutely. Now, Krabby and raids, I would say an uninspired choice. Yeah. He's orange. He's yeah. not even pink. Yeah, Uh, and his shiny is yellow, so I don't. I'm not quite sure what's going on there, but hey, uh, Ponyta is pretty cool. That blue shiny is awesome, so I'm kind of thrilled with those. Snubble and Crabby are the two I'm not too thrilled with. Love Disk is cool too because it's a it's appropriate for the you know
0: the season. Snubble has a shiny though, and he's pink, purple, purple, and he's pink. I just don't like Snubble. I'm not a big Snubble
2: fan. Well, do you have two shiny Snubbles yet? No, I only have one. Okay then all right fine i okay. like it's shiny i will unretire my love for snubble and i'll retire it once i get two shinies how about that sounds <laughs> like a game
1: plan fine
2: tier two Slowbro, magmar Lickitung, curlia there we go that one makes sense and wait for the here's the kicker electrode what
1: yeah i saw <laughs> that and i was like this why? is a weird one why it's not even shiny like it's just there <laughs>
2: Strange. Out of these ones, the one that can be shiny is is uh, and none of them, actually. Nope. none of them. None of else. them can be shiny because you can only get shiny magmar from a magby out of eggs, and that's about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, tier two's not looking too hot unless you really need that male Curlia for your Gallade or your Lickitung candies for Licky Licky. Yep. Tier three, Ninetales. Mm-hmm. That's a fun one. Porygon, Miltank, question mark, Flaffy and Chancy. Chansey's a cool one. That one's not going to be around for too long, and neither is Porygon, based on the note that they had about those two being in raids more frequently. Maybe that just means in the Tier 3 pool, those two have a higher likelihood of spawning. Maybe. Possible. I'm not quite sure how to read that. Yeah. For Tier 4, Absol. Yay. Shiny. Yes, yes, Fabsol. Good. <laughs> Togetic, which is fine if you need the candies for that one. Typhlosion. hmm Weird choice. Not so sure about that one. And uh, Tyranitar, of course, hanging out. We don't know how long these tiers are going to stay static. It could be probably just the duration of the Valentine's Day event.
1: That's what I think.
2: Yeah. I think on the 17th, they're probably going to get shook up again. Yeah. So don't count on them being around for too long. So if you want to go get your Typhlosion out of a tier four raid, you got to do it fast. Get out there. Do that one. Weird. <laughs> Why would you do that?
1: <laughs> and then tier five is still Palkia, right?
2: Right. Tier five is still Palkia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay last piece of news there's a new feature coming to pokemon go which is exciting and to be very honest kind of overdue (laughs) it's very very overdue it's called go snapshot and this is kind of exciting uh, for me personally because one of the things i love about this game is ar plus photos if you know that if you have ar plus enabled on your phone that you can pretty much into the encounter with the pokemon you can go into ar plus and you can like put it on the ground and it's there and You can go into photo mode and you can like get around it and stuff and it can do like animations and things and you can like get really cool angles and stuff like that. But the problem with the AR plus mode in the past was that you can only do that in the context of an encounter. And for a lot of people, this would cause some issues, some errors, some crashes, bugs, whatever, which was a huge bummer because some of the Pokemon you want to take the
1: pictures of the most
2: were shinies in the wild.
1: I can't even take pictures as it is right now.
0: With my old phone, just turning on AR, just...
1: They would always run off the screen for me, and then you'd have to chase them down, and then they would run.
0: Yeah,
2: it's kind of a bummer. Uh But with this, hopefully you guys can experiment with it and maybe try to figure out something that might work for you. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So the Shinies would be there and then they would run if the game would crash and you'd lose out on that chance. Right. So a lot of people were like, I would love to take AR photos of this Pokemon. Some people have Instagram accounts just dedicated to this stuff. Mm -hmm. And some of them look really, really awesome. Right. Like it's cool stuff, but it's unsafe for the average player to do it.
1: How many times have we seen Trainer Tips lose a Shiny because of AR?
2: Oh, three or four times, I think. Mm -hmm. I think uh, the Golden Swablu was Swablu was, was the one. Yeah. Yeah. But also on top of that, there are a bunch of Pokemon that you can't catch in the wild. And so therefore you couldn't take AR photos of them. Right. That was kind of a bummer. Like mm-hmm. you could only hatch, like, let's say a Magby. You could never take an AR photo of a Magby as it is right now because he only comes out of eggs and you never see him in the wild. He's never in raids. Right. So what are you supposed to do? Here comes Ghost Snapshot with the solution. So now you should be able to choose with this feature any Pokemon you have in your storage you can then search for a flat area to place your Pokemon, select a flat area and wait for your Pokemon to appear from a Pokeball. Take photos of your Pokemon from any angle you wish as Pokemon in Go a snapshot stays glued to the surface and orientation. You place them. This works in the same way as the AR plus feature minus the flea mechanic. So you can do it oh, in the safety of good, good. whatever you want to do. You can tap on your Pokemon and activate its animation sequence. So instead of waiting for it to do the animation you want, you can make it happen for the for the photo. Mm-hmm. You can return the Pokemon to its Pokeball and reposition it with ease. And you can share photos of your Pokemon via your device's built-in sharing menu. Well, that's cute. You can also review a bunch of uh, a bunch of the photos and choose which ones you want to save or delete mm-hmm. from in app. Apparently,
1: that's cute. It's like Pokemon Snap. It is inside of Pokemon it Go. It is
2: a very cool feature. A yeah. lot of people have been asking for this for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. So AR Plus Photos and Photographers rejoice. This feature is for you. Now, there is a counter argument to this feature. What? Some people think and feel rather vocally. Mm -hmm. I'm really interested, Ness, to get your opinion on this, actually. Feeling loudly, feeling loudly. Yeah. (laughs) Is part of the allure of really good AR snapshots is this inherent risk and challenge. You have to find them in the wild. No.
0: I disagree
1: with that. You guys don't like this?
0: You don't like that argument at all? Really? That's a terrible argument.
1: Okay. So I, I do like taking pictures. The fact that it's so hard has turned me off from it, and I haven't been doing any AR photos because it's just been so complicated for me to do because, like I said, the Pokemon always runs off the screen, and so I'm pivoting around trying to capture it, but it's running back and forth, or I can't even save it to my phone half the time for some reason. I don't know what's been up with... Android. I have an S9 Plus. Even my S, what did I have? S7? Mm-hmm. Before that, I wasn't able to. So I think it was an Android mechanic, which is why they made Android users download the separate AR Plus add-on All the for the AR it.
2: Core stuff? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which I didn't do because I was like, well, that's just a pain. I would love to take pictures, but I haven't been able to. So I think keeping it static and keeping it within the app like that, Absolutely. That makes it a lot more fun for the people that haven't been able to. It's been a frustrating mechanic for a long time.
2: Sure thing. I'm really hoping that they kind of solve the permissions issues that people were having about them taking the photos and them not showing up in your phone storage Mm -hmm. because that was one of the biggest complaints aside from the crashes, obviously. Yep. Kyle, is this something you're going to be interested in doing
0: or no? I mean, I'm happy. It's definitely a thing. We'll see once it's actually out how much I use it, but I, I really do like it.
1: Didn't you just get a Google Pixel? I did. So you got a good camera phone. We yeah. expect pictures. Uh,
0: we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. I will try it. That's for sure. Because yeah. I like taking pictures.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll have to give it a shot.
0: Yeah. A, a, a snapshot. Literal,
2: yeah, there you go. Yikes. You me to it. Dang. Yikes. All right. Um, so just to be clear, this is not out yet. We don't even have a, a date when to expect this, but they are teasing like photos like every single day on mm-hmm. Twitter. So it should be getting close. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Me Something too. to
2: look forward to for sure. Speaking of looking forward to things, let's actually look back instead and go to gear up to yesterday. Relevancy.
1: <laughs> Good segue, Chris. Yeah, got it. Good segue. Didn't trip Fantastic. over
0: that one at all. <laughs> well, this week, we're going to put the final nail in the coffin for Mammoth Swine discussions, I think.
1: Jeez. And
0: <laughs> talk about his relevance.
1: Even oh, better. Just a fix, stick him on the shelf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who needs him, right? You yeah. said he well, was in a coffin. That's a big coffin. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what, seven feet tall?
1: Something, Something like coffin. that. I think
0: he's bigger than that. I have no idea.
1: I mean, he's a mammoth, a woolly mammoth.
0: Yeah, but he's also a Pokemon, so who knows?
1: Ice Age-sized coffins for those guys. Icebergs.
0: There you go. <laughs> Just a hole in the ground. That's okay.
2: Right? This Jeez. is what cavemen used to do, right? And not they make, like, mud pits to bring mammoths in to, to hit them with
0: sticks and stuff? Probably. I don't know. I've never seen i remember seeing those illustrations it. in science books when I was a kid. <laughs> That's all. You know, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, Mammal Swine It's really good. I think we've talked about this for a little while. He's the best ice type attacker in the game by far. I think the next closest is Weavile and Mewtwo with Ice Beam. And he crushes both of them like no competition. His best use is going to be when Rayquaza finally comes back to raids. Whether we're going to get a couple weeks like we did for groudon and kyogre or whether it might be a raid train over the summer both of those would be great full teams of six mammal swines are going to be able to duo rayquaza under ideal conditions yes that's with weather boosting without weather boosting is three people but it's very strong it's also going to be very strong against other dragon types but other dragon types will be stronger okay don't get too confused i know Okay. Dragonite, right. Rayquaza, even Salamence is going to do better when it's not snowy outside against other dragons like like Latios and Latias for example, whenever those decide to come back. It's got to be eventually. Also, given the community day, Ancient Power is bad. It's very bad for PvE. Don't waste your time. Yikes. Especially cuz like Chris said, The stat boost doesn't apply. So that right there just completely removes it because Mammoth Swine's not rock type. Doesn't get stabbed. So don't bother with Ancient Power if you only want him for PvE. We'll talk about PvP in a second. He's going to stay the best ice type attacker in the game for the game's lifetime. As long as nothing drastic changes. I think the next best ice type stat wise is... Curium, which is the legendary for generation five one of the legendaries but it's not going to know appropriate moves to be able to compete even though it will have better stats
2: hear me out what if what if mewtwo gets an ice fast move
0: (laughs) well you know (laughs) something tells me he might put out more damage but mammal swine's gonna you know resist those dragon type attacks because he's ice so that's true there you go now for pvp it's an interesting one. We may cover some of this in a future gear up. Pillow Swine is actually better than Mamoswine for PvP if you're assuming greatly. Really? And you're like, wait, what? Why is That's that a weird. thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? That's no, he's evolution. He's got to be better. Well, not with the way that stats and PvP work in Pokemon Go. Because Pillow Swine is a lower tier Pokemon, he can be leveled up higher. And because it can be leveled up higher, that means his total stats increase higher. Mm -hmm. So a perfect 1500 CP pillow swine is like level 24 and a half. But a 1500 mammal swine is level 14.
1: Okay, that kind of makes sense. So it's a big stat
0: difference. And this is, you know with IVs and everything calculated. The biggest difference is HP, right? Yeah. Both of them, you know, Mammoth Swine is going to have more attack, but attack inflates your CP right. pretty drastically. Right. But, you know, Pillow Swine, 15 attack IVs, 7 extra levels. It's going to be much bulkier, much better choice.
1: See, I feel like I'm too much of a casual player to even take that into account. Like, it, Chris knows... And a few other folks that I've been battling with. Like, I prefer to do theme battles. Blue right. Pokemon. Pokemon whose names start with the letter N. You know? <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. So when it comes to, like, this kind of thing, it just blows my mind that Pillow Swine would be better than Mamoswine because evolutions are just inherently better, right? But yes. no. I mean, in yeah. Master
2: League,
0: that's, that's definitely true.
1: Kyle, you are a wizard. A <laughs> statistical wizard.
0: We were all sitting there at the end of the day yesterday like looking at all the IVs and everything, like ooh, this has like a s- interesting combination. Maybe this one should be the one that gets evolved to Pillow mm-hmm. Swine them use. And it's like, you know, this actually hurts my brain. Why am I doing this?
2: Right. Yeah. Right. You're, you're looking. You're looking for what was it? Like uh, low low CP so that it doesn't evolve into over fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. You were looking for low attack so that it, its CP wasn't inflated zero, right? Mm-hmm. And you wanted to have like a high HP stat.
1: That's insane. Yep.
2: Yeah, isn't it?
1: That's a different, different a part different of the game. Way to play it is yeah. Yeah.
0: totally, totally. Yeah, related to that community day though. Ancient power, it's not gonna be good.
1: We don't like it.
0: I think, and other people agree, but who knows, <laughs> right? Somebody, somebody's gonna yes. go use it. Somebody's gonna win like ten games in a row, and they're gonna be like, "Look, this works, right? Good for you."
2: May- maybe. So he- here's the thing. Here's my problem with it. Right? I I agree with you. 100% I don't think ancient power is the meta shakeup to your approach to battles that we were kind of hoping that this style of stat boosting move would be right and here's why if the 10% proc chance is true for this how many kind of like we're talking about this we're like how many charge moves are you feasibly getting off in any given battle two three, three. that's not even three. that good yeah not even that good of a chance and then by that time as soon as you get a proc off, your Mammoth swine's either dead or dying, or you need to switch out to somebody else because they've had enough time to react to your pick. So, I mean, the, the stat boost goes away. So it's kind of a gamble, right? I think I saw somewhere online that they were like, based on the base stats, you know, the boost would have to be reliably a 22% increase to your, your DPS output for Ancient Power for it to outdo Avalanche. Ideally, you're going to use Ancient Power, get the boost, and then follow up with an Avalanche and just, you know... Wipe the floor with people but i don't think that's statistically realistic
0: yeah i mean like you said ancient power matches how it is in the main series games it has a chance to boost but one of the big things about the main series games is ancient power boosts everything it boosts attack defense special attack special defense and speed so you know it kind of makes sense to have that low chance but you know we only have two stats to boost in pokemon go kind of feels worse but it does set up stuff for the future like we know power up punch is in the code that is a guaranteed attack up in the game so it's paving the way for something i hope will be good
2: how would they have to balance this do you think let's just let's just talk about these three in particular because they all kind of do the same thing it's a power i'm gonna swing silver wind what would they have to do to the proc chance for it to be worthwhile for you to use
0: 50 percent 75 percent I mean fifty percent would probably make it worth using. Sure. Like statistically, it still wouldn't feel good to use though, which is kinda of the the big deal. Here's the other thing though, is that it's a quicker charge
2: move because it's what three bars, I think. Yeah, it's a three bar. It's a three bar, which means it'll charge up really fast in PvP. And I think whether or not they block it doesn't matter to your stat boost. So if you're trying to get shields done, you might want to coax out the shields with this and then just to try to burn through their shields, and then maybe you could also get the chance of, since it's doing zero damage anyway, you could be getting the stat boost along the way while you're burning their
0: shields down. So I guess that kind of makes sense, but... I think something else that just would make it better is on more appropriate Pokemon. You know, like Ancient Power, Mamoswine doesn't want to use Ancient Power. Like Mm -hmm. I mentioned, it's rock type, and stab is too important, as well as, you know, super effective. So if it was a way that they could give it to Pokemon that benefit from stab so that they could become more relevant, you know, if they get to use it twice and it was their preferred move anyways, right? suddenly they become a huge threat in that fight.
2: Well, okay. Here's some of the Pokemon that can use it. right? Gollum had it as a legacy move, An Ancient Power on Gollum would be pretty great. Execute can use it, wouldn't use it on Execute. Omanite and Omastar, that's a good one. Kabuto and Kabutops, same deal. Aerodactyl actually might be compelling. Mew can learn it because it can learn anything. Bayleaf, bad choice. <laughs> the Togepi line, bad choice. Yeah, Yamega. yeah, mega. Also a bad choice. Larvitar and Pupitar could be a good one for PVP, maybe. Lilip and Anorith. I mean, you're not going to get it on the evolved forms, apparently, so probably not. Relicanth. Is Relicanth rock type? I can never remember. I think so. I think it's I rock think and water. Is. Yeah. Great can learn it. Cranidos, Shieldon, Tangrowth, Mamoswine, and Giratina. So out of those, I mean, I think the most compelling choices are like Aerodactyl, the Omanyte line, the Kabutu line. If you have it on Golem, that'd be pretty good. Cranidos and Shieldon, maybe. If you're really trying to sneak in, like, if Cranidos if and Shieldon, Cranidos in particular, because he's the Rock King, if you can get, well, his evolved form it is, if you can get Cranidos, if its CP will get to 1500 without it evolving in any feasible way, that might be a good pick. But even then, man, I mean, 10% proc. Yeah,
0: it's, just, it's, it's the 10% that just...
2: Yeah, it kills me.
0: Like you said, maybe 22% and the move is already relevant for the Pokemon. Right. So, But then, you know, you think about it and you want type coverage if you're going to use two charge moves for PvP. So are you going to sacrifice your stronger charge move for a stat boost potential? Or would you just you go for know. the, you know, Stone Edge if you can learn Stone Edge? instead I guess so. and then just go for crunch just you know going like tyranitar example
2: yeah i don't know it's only been a, so it's only been a few days right so i'm assuming that a lot of people will be crunching the numbers and doing a lot of tests on this and stuff like that and then i would also assume that we've got other stat boosting type moves down the pipe so that'll also muddy the water a little bit in a good way i think for the pvp meta for sure so i, I guess we'll see cool thanks for that overview of the meta relevancy of mammoth Swine. It's unlike the name of a, of a paper, like a scientific paper. <laughs> All right. Now for something completely different. Yeah. It's Pokalore time.
1: Pokalore. Yeah. So this week is a little bit different. I'm not really going to be talking about statistical relevancy. I just want to talk about the shiny babies that came out this week. That's, that's what I want to do. So that's nice. what. We're... <laughs>
2: that's a nice change of pace. It's
1: going to be a pleasant Pokalore day. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Smoochum and Cleffa today. So Smoochum is the kiss Pokemon. Adorable. Smoochum is a small humanoid Pokemon that resembles a baby. It has a large head with blonde hair that reaches its shoulders and has large bangs. There are several tufts of hair sticking up on the top of its head. Its skin is light purple with a cream-colored chest, arms, and feet. It has large blue-green eyes and a pair of large pink lips. These lips are sensitive enough that Smoochum uses them to identify and examine objects that it sees for the first time and are kept moist by its daily application of tree sap. (laughs) Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> when walking, Smoochum rocks its head back and forth. This Pokemon is very active and runs about, although it often falls. Being oh. very conscious of its appearance, it will check its reflection when given the chance to make sure it's not dirty. Smoochum is found living in cities and cold caverns, and Smoochum is also a female-only species with no male counterpart.
2: Just like Jinx.
1: That really sounds like How a baby.
2: Do they yeah. How they uh, produce? they reproduce? They just
1: Eggs? Yeah.
2: Dittos? I don't know. Well, the Ditto would be female only, then too, huh? <laughs> yes. I
1: mean, if we're talking about nature, there is asexual reproduction.
2: That's true, but I think uh, Jinx might be the ultimate girl power. Like, we don't need That's no man to lay eggs; we're fine. Yeah, this is the way to go.
1: We just produce eggs on our own thing.
2: That's true, and because of that, they have adorable babies. Yeah, <laughs>
1: good for it them. It actually is like a tiny baby. There you go. Yeah, and then next we have Cleffa, which is the star Pokemon. Cleffa is a small pink creature that is vaguely star shaped in appearance. Its ears are completely brown. It has two small black eyes, a small mouth, and it appears to have a small, permanent blush on its cheeks. It possesses stubby, digitless arms and legs, which come to a point. It has a curl on its forehead and a curled-up tail. Kleffa lives in mountainous regions, typically found at a meteor impact site. Sightings of Kleffa increase on nights illuminated by shooting stars, where they dance the night away. This dance is said to bring good fortune to any who witness it. They quench their thirst the next morning by drinking dew... This is just like a really fantastical Pokemon. Yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> it dances in the moonlight and drinks dew in the mornings. It is fascinated by anything resembling stars and meteors, such as Minior. Because of this, as well as its own star-shaped silhouette, Cleffa is commonly believed to have arrived on a shooting star. Mm. That's nice. Yes. That's really cute.
2: I'm into that. I, I like Clefairy to begin with, but this baby's adorable. It is. It and the is. shiny's really nice too.
1: Uh huh. It has green ears. Mm-hmm. They're cute. So hopefully you guys can get some shiny babies in your eggs this week. Yeah. Because that would be nice. What shiny baby do you want next? I would like Cleffa. Cleffa's real cute. I want a shiny Cleffa. Cleffa's adorable.
0: Yeah. If you had to choose between Smoochum or Cleffa, Kyle. Probably Cleffa, but like I don't like either of their shinies, so...
2: Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, the (laughs) Smoochum one is kind of boring. It's like one hue up, you know what I mean? It's kind of like just really pale. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't look nearly as sickly as Chansey, so I guess we're still in the clear there. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. All right. How about the PokePole?
1: So last week's question was, what would your perfect event look like in Pokemon Go? Gym Leader Mario says, "Gibble Community Day, I would walk with that awesome little shark, and I'm just not sure if that'll ever happen. I don't know what's the hold on it. Any ray trains during summer would also be awesome, like the Legendary Beast from Johto or the Lake Guardians. I don't know how summers are where everyone is from, but in WTX, it gets hot. Me and my wife like to carry a cooler with us, so if our community sees us, they know we give Gatorades or waters. For winter, we've been buying coffees or hot chocolates at our local coffee shop. Oh, That's really nice. That is really sweet.
0: Also, please give a community day. I'd be so happy. Yes, I'd be so happy. We'd cancel everything else for the
2: month just to make time for it yeah absolutely
1: spider-man c137 says dragon weekend just spawn a bunch of bagons inch. i'm done with inch, so i don't support that <laughs> horsey geratini and magikarps also release gabite and have rayquaza in rates ryan says for pokemon go's third birthday we get the gen 3 pokemon we've all been waiting for that right party hat wormhole
2: oh yes please
1: <laughs> joe marinero says battle weekend increased spawns of fighting pokemon with boosted shiny rates machamp hariyama Blaziken, Poliwrath, etc. from 7k eggs. Double stardust and bonuses for PvP and gym battles. All legendaries returning for raids. Ashley says Jigglypuff with microphone CD. (laughs) Tyler says Missing No Community Day. Please actually Missing No Raid Train Day. Taz says Unknown Community Day with Shiny and with special Entei raid bosses at that time.
2: Ooh, I'm into that.
1: Trent says Bird of Prey. Just event focused on bird Pokemon and two times candy. I like how simple that one is. I know, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Mikey says, first of all, Stardust, please, for the love of everything good, keep giving us Stardust. Second, I'd love to see raid weekends devoted to giving players a second chance to obtain legacy moves on existing Pokemon. Absolutely. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this week's PokePole is going to be with stat boosting moves in Pokemon Go. What other features from the Game Boy games would you like to see? I haven't played any of these, so I'm going to be waiting on you guys. For oh, but answers.
2: once we start seeing them, you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll know. What we're...
1: I know. Right. I mean, I know what they are.
2: I'm just going to throw this one out there, Kyle. I'm pretty sure you agree Go with ahead. abilities, right? Yeah. I mean, 100%. we've talked about it before. Yes. Yes. Those of you at home that don't know what abilities are, um, the the one to reference is Shedinja. If you remember, we were talking about Shedinja for a long time. Mm-hmm. It has an ability that's supposed to be that only moves that are super effective against it do damage to it. Otherwise, it has one HP. That didn't happen in Pokemon Go because we
0: don't have abilities in this game. So that's, that's why I'm saying I really would like okay. abilities. A couple of other ones that jump out that were major. Greninja, who's, who's one of the starter evolutions for generation Six, Five, Six, 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 six. Five. God, I don't know. His <laughs> typing changes whenever he uses a move. So he's hmm. the water type frog attacker. If he uses a poison type move, his type changes before he uses the move. So it Interesting. always gets stabbed.
1: Interesting. So,
0: you know, that, that alone would change so much. For me, if you want to include stat boosting in all capacities as something that's coming, then I'd like to see something to do with hazards also coming. For those who don't know, hazards are anything that get put into play that damage your opponent, but not necessarily that turn, or debuff them. Like, Stealth Rock is a move that's a hazard. It doesn't deal damage, but if the opponent switches, it deals a fixed percentage damage to their health interesting modified by if it's super effective mm-hmm. yeah for sure and it's a very big part of like actual competitive pokemon games
1: some yeah. of those were in let's go weren't they uh there was
2: no abilities i think hazards might be a I thing think there
1: were a few hazards
2: yeah but i don't believe abilities are in that game no abilities yeah mm-hmm. no abilities are in that game
1: okay yeah so give us a shout on twitter if you're in our discord come hang out and let us know there um facebook email yeah. Grab us everywhere. Let us know.
2: We'll post that question up and feel free to respond to that there. Yeah. yeah. Um, in addition to to sending us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com, at our website, gocastpodcast.com, we also have a contact us page. And you can click on that and you can choose an email from an easy form right there instead of, you know, navigating to your inbox, remembering our email, doing all that stuff, make it really easy for you. So speaking of emails, we got two this week. The first one is from Hannah, uh, and this is kind of a response to the PokePoll. Hi, GoCast. I really love one to two week events, and they also really like some of the events that Niantic has done for things like Day of the Girl and other secret events that aren't advertised in game, but that they post on their website. For instance, they were doing an event where you could send them a postcard about your adventures from a national park and they'd send you back a patch. I just got mine, which was really cool, but not advertised at all. I want a redo of that, but with in-game benefits, maybe you could get bonuses from spinning certain national parks or monument stops. Single-use incubators or special tasks or eggs, special spawns in parks or something like that. Oh, and a hat, Teddy Ursa. Uh. I'd love it if it uh, was also in connection with a mini research quest like the Spirit Tomb quest. It could be adventure-themed, so you could walk around a certain amount, hatch eggs, catch teddies, maybe shiny regionals for a reward. I just think some of the social outreach or awareness events they do are awesome, and I wish they'd do more of them. Thanks for making my rainy Monday brighter, Hannah.
1: That would be really cool. I didn't yeah. even know that they did that.
2: Yeah, they did. Um, It was kind of low key yeah. and it was a Niantic wide thing. Sure, so you so could also Pokemon. get it for Ingress.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I think it was marketed more towards Ingress because they were trying to get people to do like Pokestops and stuff like that. And yeah, well, not Pokestops, they're called portals in Ingress. Mm-hmm. But they have a, a game wide submission system that's live. Yeah. We're still like locked to some countries with ours. Sure. So, I think it was more geared towards them to get them out and doing things and seeing places and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. More infrastructure, as it were.
1: That would be really cool. Thanks, Hannah.
2: Yeah, I'm really into that. Next one's from Jacket K. Nasty, you want to take it?
1: So with my trip up to Florida starting today, I decided to treat myself with some coins to spend in the game, which got me thinking. If you were to receive a Pokemon Go travel budget, say like you were a YouTuber, somebody that was getting paid to play around the world, Mm -hmm. what things would you buy to make your gameplay while traveling as enjoyable as possible?
2: That's a good question.
1: I would buy a neck pillow.
2: There you go. The <laughs> all right. Um, I got an, I got a really easy answer. Those solar panel recharge things oh, for your yeah, phones. Oh yeah, those would be cool. So if you're walking around a place and you're out all day and you're mm-hmm. maybe in a country that um you know like a Starbucks that has chart wireless charging pads isn't easily accessible, you sure. always have the sun during the day at the very least.
1: I feel like we saw some of those at Go Fest.
2: Yeah, there was a number of them. It was it's pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. What about you, Kyle?
0: What do you think? I don't even know. I don't. I don't know. If- I've never really thought, what do I need when I'm playing Pokemon Go while traveling? I More need battery packs. Yeah. A second battery pack, but then, you know, my battery pack is enormous. If it's actually charged, I'm set.
1: I don't know. Yesterday when we were at Community Day, a woman came up to us and she was wearing like a tool belt that she transformed into like a utility belt for a whole bunch of yes. phones. Right, Right. It was so cool. She had a bracelet of like 10 different Pokemon Go Pluses. Because she and her entire family were out and some of them like went to go do something. So she collected all theirs and then she had all of the phones in her pocket. So she had just like this tool belt of phones and Go Pluses and it was really cool. And she's
0: kind of just clicking around it as they all pop up. and Like in a ring. Yeah, Uh it Yeah. it was pretty neat.
1: So I don't know, something cool like that, like a device to hold all of my things and I don't know. I know they do like solar testing on phones, where they have like phone farms. You can see like people with suitcases of phones and stuff, except for Pogo. Yeah, a solar phone farm for Pogo.
2: What about um? I would really like a super collapsible bike. Okay, I think that would be a good thing to have in
0: a lot of different situations. Rolls
1: Royce made one of those. Did they? Pretty cool. Yeah. Really? Uh
0: Are they light too? Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of there's a ton of collapsible bikes. See them all the time when you ride the Metro. They sound expensive. No, I don't think so. Really? And I, okay. I see them, they, they collapse, and they're like the size of a briefcase.
1: Mm.
2: So That's really neat. Yeah, I think one of those would be really helpful, especially if you're going all over the place. Um, it might be kind of a pain to travel uh, with, you know, especially if you know, it counts like
0: a carry-on or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just sitting here with my bike on an airplane. I would, <laughs> I would probably go for like rollerblades in that capacity. What about Heelys? Okay. No. Heelys.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you
0: go. No Heelys for me.
1: I don't know. There's like a lot of fun <laughs> little gadgets and add-ons that we could do. Yeah, for sure.
2: That's a good question. Thank you, Jackie. K. We really appreciate it. Um, and if you guys have any emails you'd like to send us, we take, you know, questions, all that stuff. Fun stories. We love all of it. Go ahead and send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And like I said before, you can also visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. We've also got a Twitter account. Follow us at GoCast Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for the GoCast Podcast. If you want to help support our show, And gain access to our patron-exclusive Discord for as low as $1 a month. It's really fun. We all, like, hang out. And especially this past Mammoth Monday, we are all talking about the new PvP changes. Mm -hmm. You know, what our goals were, shiny count-wise. It's really exciting.
0: Bunch of great conversations.
2: Absolutely. You can help support the show at Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Podcast. Yeah. And if monetary support isn't your thing, you guys can always, always, always please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. It's the quickest, cheapest, easiest way to really help out the show because it you know pushes us up in the rankings, gives us visibility so more people will listen. And that's always really nice. I mean, that's just the greatest way ever to help support our show. Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, so th- you know what that means? It's goal time. Goal time. It's goal time. Ness, so you want to go first or second? I'm going to give you a choice.
1: I'll go first. All right. I'm going to try to get 200,000 this week. It's going to be a pretty crazy week, isn't it? Oh, it's going to be a really crazy week.
2: Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, it is.
1: So I'm going to go for 200,000 and um, I don't know what else. What are else? you
2: saying that because we're moving soon?
1: We are moving soon, but I have a lot going on this yeah, week.
2: Yeah, she's got a lot going on at work.
1: Uh-huh. 200,000. And I have a final to take and I have Man, so much going on. Busy girl. I think I'm going to go with 200,000 and I would like to either hatch or catch a new Pokemon. So, so I'm going to keep it pretty low key for me because I know I have a lot going on.
0: That sounds good to me. Yeah. Kyle. All right. I'm going to try for 300,000 experience. All right. And I want to finally have enough of candy to evolve my Ninkata. So (laughs) I'm seven away. I've walked this little bug for 110 kilometers now. Wow, It's my longest buddy ever, I think, right now. Longer than the horsey. Okay. So Ninjask. I got you down for that. Anything else? I would like to hatch a Happiny as well. That's a goal.
2: Got to get on those 7Ks, my man. That's all I have. (laughs) All right. Uh, And for myself, I'm going to carry over one of my goals from last week. I really want to get my Luminian. I just want to kind of close the book on Finian in general. Um, And then I do plan on attending a Twilight Cup tomorrow. So I kind of want to come back and tell you guys how that went. That's my goal to be involved with that guy and see how it goes we I'll talk about rosters and stuff next week. I don't want to bore you guys with that quite yet, not until I have stories that go along with it. But I think with that, that's, that's going to do it for us, right? I think it will. We're all done. We're all done. All right, so we'll see you guys next week for episode 35. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.